Thank you for listening to our Faith Temple, NFPOG, broadcast. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just type Faith Temple, NFCOG in the search. Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple NFCOG. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, and Anchor Podcasts. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, all-powerful God. Hallelujah. We have the victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this day, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise. It's another opportunity for us to come together. Hallelujah. He said uh, in the Psalms, I think it was David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Now, we're not in what we call in the physical building, but we're in his presence because he said he inhabits the praises of his people. He said, where two or three are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. So I thank him for his presence. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. We need to be mindful every day of his presence, of his love, of the sacrifice that he made for us, and what an honor it is to serve him. I bless you, saints, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I trust that everyone had a good week. We're looking forward to what the Lord has to say today. So I guess we'll open our service. Uh, if Bishop, if you would please open us up with prayer. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Truly give God the glory and all the praise. Oh, yes, yes. Give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, so good. Give honor to yes, our Apostle Grant in his absence. Father Smith, who is our, to our interim pastor, to the elder right, and all the saints of the living God. Amen. I truly am glad to be here this morning. Hallelujah. Song that was thinking of an old song that we should sing uh, in the church, uh, in the building, rather. Uh, uh, that, uh, was, uh, just forget about yourselves. And on him. Yeah. Yeah. All this week, the enemy been bombarding us with how we feel and, and what we're going through and why me and why is all this and all the problems that the world has presented us. Hallelujah. Yes. We yes. just forget about that. Hallelujah. Yes. Forget about ourselves and concentrate on him as we get ready going to prayer. Amen. Uh, and talk to our God. Amen. Yes. Just remember, God is God. Yes. The yes. creator of the heaven. That's what we're getting ready to go through. Hallelujah. And he can do anything and everything. Hallelujah. Uh, saints of living, I'm excited. I, I just think we need to just continue to concentrate on what God is and what God has for us. Uh, Father God, we truly thank you this Praise your holy name, hallelujah, for you are the true and living God. You the creator of the heavens and the earth, hallelujah. You are our creator. We thank you this morning that you woke us up, Lord, and let us see another day. Thank you, 
praise your holy name, God, for you have put purpose in our lives. Oh, Father, Lord, we just ask you now let your spirit just reign in this service. Reign at each home, Lord. And whoever sees this service, Lord, that they will feel the anointing of you, God. Know that you are God. Father, we ask you, Lord, to take care of the families, Lord. Strengthen them, Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever they're going through, God, we know that you can bring them out, God. Your word tells us you will bring us out, Father. So we just praise and thank you right now, God. Ah, Father, we thank you right now, God, for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us, Lord. We thank you for the trials and tribulations that we're going through, Father. Oh, my Lord, my God, lift up now, God, right now, God. You know, God, you're designing us, God. You're preparing us, God, and we want to be the church that you're coming back for, Father. So you touch our hearts. You touch our minds, Lord, with your word, Lord. Bring forth the word today, Father. Touch the speaker today, Lord. Ah, Father, get encourage her that everything's going to be all right. That you're the one to bring the word, Father God. You're the one that's anointed the word, Father God. And your word cannot come back, Lord. Father, we thank you right now. Bless this service, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord, my God. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless us now, my Savior, I come. I come to Hallelujah. 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 Yes, my God. I need thee. So every hour I need Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. It is melody. 
I'm used to the ears of the Lord to hear him sing. I'm so glad to hear the songs that are in the saints' hearts this morning. Isn't that good? Isn't God good? Hallelujah. Bishop, you are absolutely right. We need to forget all these things that are going on and focus on our Savior, Jesus Christ the Lord, the only true and living God. Hallelujah. So anything else needs to just take a back seat. All other concerns. So, Mm -hmm. God is like him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hey, here's a little bit more there. Go ahead. Yeah. Sing me. Sing me. Go ahead. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I just want to thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank so good. Yes, Lord. You've been so good. so good. Yes, you have. You've been so good. And I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, Deaconess. It's just so good to hear you sing again. Oh, God is so good. You too, Sister Vicky. Just, Lord, just gave y'all songs out of, coming out of your hearts. Glory to God. Well, does anyone have a testimony they want to share this morning? I'm not, don't feel any pressure. If you don't, uh, we can go on into the message, but I don't want to not give you the opportunity if you'd like to say something. Thank God. Glory to God. I just want to give God honor to God and then on to uh, you as our pastor and the bishop, Mother Grant and Apostle. I just want to say thank God for another day. Yes. I just want to thank God for my health and for my healing. And I just give God honor and praise. That's what we're doing. Just to take care of my body. I just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless your name, Jesus. Well, yes, yes, yes. yes. Can I say something? Yes. I just want to thank God for this. Absolutely. Thank God for his mercy. I thank him because he's so good to me. Yes, he I is. Cannot, I cannot thank him enough. Thank you you can't make me doubt him because I know just what about him and I thank him I thank him I thank him I got just what I wanted and I thank him I thank him I thank him because you cannot make me doubt him because I know too much about him yeah. I healing I thank God for the blood I thank God for the unorthodox communion that we had you know if I could keep it 100 yeah. I wouldn't down with it. I'd never done anything like that. And yeah. I didn't, I wasn't really with that, but I yeah. thank God that as I began to pray and, and, and take up his body and, and drink of the healing blood, wasn't none but fruit punch, but the healing blood that stood in proxy for me. Yes. Can't make me doubt him. No. Because no. Ah, no. No. Touch my body. And I just, I've been thanking him all week. You know, they told me I was going to have to have another hip operation. Mm. And I asked God when we were doing the communion, you know, I said, Lord, 
you know, I ain't really with this. My heart isn't in it. I don't understand this. It's unorthodox. In, in God's word, there's always order. I don't, I don't understand this. But however, obedience yeah. is so much better than sacrifice. Yes, it is. And because I was obedient, I took the blood and I put my hip underneath Thank you, the Jesus. power Ooh. of the blood. And I've been walking. Hallelujah. I believe I can run if I have to. Thank you, Jesus. But I, he just, I, I, I haven't had to believe that I have been. Yes, Lord. All I can do is thank him because obedience is much more than sacrifice. Even though I didn't understand, I, I had never done anything like that. Yes. God is faithful. And I just thank him for, for touching me. And like I said, you can't, you can't make me doubt him. I just, All right. I just know too much about him, and I have I, every time I get the opportunity in my quiet moments when I'm walking up the steps, when I'm going out to the car, all I can do is thank him, and I just thank him. I thank him. I thank him. Thank him. And that is my testimony on today. Yes, what a testimony! He rejoice with you. Hallelujah. All right, Hallelujah. Yes, but, uh, we rejoice with you, Deaconess. That is a. That's oh, nobody but the Lord. And we are having to do things that are out of the box in this time. It's a very strange time. The last couple of years since COVID and all of this and has occurred, we've had to do things that are unorthodox. But what I like about Jesus <laughs> is that he is not limited. That's right. If we seek him, he will give us a way. Now, we are so, we're so blessed in our country in that we've had freedom to practice our faith. We've had buildings, nice places to meet. But who's to say that will always be? There are people meeting in secret places in other countries where they would be persecuted by the government if it was discovered that they were even worshiping Jesus Christ. So when you think about what some others are going through, I, I think sometimes, well, I guess I'm just spoiled because we've had it so good. But the good thing is that we are learning that in spite of it all, we can lift his holy, lift up his holy name. And I am truly grateful for that. Amen. Anybody else? Go ahead. Yes, Elder, absolutely. Uh, one of my prayers, and, and good morning to all y'all, one of my prayers this week, and it's been falling in my mind, I said, God, I want the saints of Faith Temple to experience you as we would be in a building yes. online. Yes, I, I'm, I'm probably used to it because I was doing it with you for Christ and all. But my, one of my prayers, God, I just said, I said, God, I want them to feel like they are in church, mm -hmm. even though we are online. And just seeing what how God has transpired on today during this yes. service yes. from now, I don't know what the rest of the service is going to be at. But seeing what God is doing right now, I see that he's answering the prayer. I know Amen. I pray for y'all. I know it's a little bit harder for y'all. And this wise I said, God, I just I want them to feel it is not about the building, it's not about where we are, but we we are together. We are the church that I just wanted yes, yes. saints to feel your know, presence like we are yes. together, even though we're yes. looking at each other on the screen, that we are all together as one. 
as we are in a building together. And mm -hmm. that was my prayer on this week. And then that's when Mother Vicky and then Dick and Tracy started singing. Remember yes. Back in the day. Hallelujah. With those two going together and oh. I was just smiling. And that's I know. God. Me too, y'all. His presence Jesus. is, is yeah. flowing in all of our houses at the same time. He's oh, meeting us God. where we are. And I just thank God for that. If, if I don't tell God, thank you for anything else. I just tell him, thank you for let me wake up this morning for saving my soul. I, I say we always looking for these big testimonies, but just because I'm here, yes, just amen. because I'm breathing, amen. just because my mom is still doing well. I talked to her yesterday. My family is still doing well. God, I thank you and I bless you for that. And I just thank you that. And I just wanted to say that. Go ahead, Pastor. Oh no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no that was that was it. Oh, I'm with you, though, Elder. I am praising the Lord, too. It was such a blessing to hear Mother Vicky, Sister Vicky, and Deaconess McLean to singing together, and the presence of the Lord was ushered in. He is a very present help. He's with us always, and I'm just grateful to him for what he's doing in our lives. So with that, if there's nothing else, anyone else? I would like to uh, move into our message. Uh, we've had our praise and worship service. Sure took care of that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And let me, let me just pray before I start. Father, I thank you for the opportunity of speaking what you have given me to speak, Lord. Let everything be done for your glory and yours alone, Lord. It is not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit, God that we accomplish what it is that you want us to do. Right now, Lord, I commit myself to you. I recommit myself in asking you to use me for your glory. Don't let me lean to my own understanding, but as I acknowledge you in all of my ways, I believe you to direct my path. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, Elder Wright pointed out last Sunday that we have had a theme. I was really not so cognizant of that in our messages, but that's how the Holy Spirit works. And that messages that we have received in the last few weeks have dealt with the heart of man. All right. We taught in, in Matthew about the seed and the sower. We know the seed is the word of God. We know the, the soil is, is the heart of men and women and boys and girls for that matter. The one of the first lessons we had, the scripture that the Lord gave us is to, to uh, the Lord, excuse me. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Right. I might not sin against thee. So the heart kept coming up over and over again. The heart. So I decided, I said, Lord, I want to know more about what you're talking about when you talk about the heart. I know you're talking about our hearts, you're talking about the hearts of human beings, but just wanted to drill down more into that. And I went through some references this week and there's one that I looked at, it's called Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of the Bible. And it says that the heart is mentioned more than 1000 times in the Bible, more than a thousand. The brain is never mentioned. And I looked up the heart in Strong's Concordance, and it says that it, it defines this as the inner man, the mind, the will. 
And then in the Vine's concise dictionary of the Bible, it defines the heart as the inner man, that part of man which thinks, lives, has a personality, and most of all, responds to God. And most of all, responds to God. Now, we've talked before about the Lord has put a, an awareness in every human being, regardless of whether they've heard about Jesus or not, they're aware that there's something bigger than they are. Because he said that in his word, he said in Romans, he has shown men that God exists. Now we come to know him through his son, Jesus Christ. So, but with that awareness, it is our heart that responds to him. So as I look through, I started to go through scripture because scripture is line upon line and precept upon precept. And I'm going to start from the beginning in Genesis. And I ask you, Elder, to put that up. There's a text in Genesis that talks about our condition, our unsaved hearts, what the condition of those our hearts was at that time. Genesis 6, 5 says, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. We know that God created Adam and Eve and he created them in a garden where they had everything that they needed. He gave them one directive, not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they disobeyed that one. And when they disobeyed that one, we came out of, out of our relationship with him that we were designed to have. We, have a, we had a sin nature from, every, from Adam on because of his disobedience. So that sin nature, as God is describing it here, is the wickedness of man that was great in the earth. Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. In Jeremiah 17, 9, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So without Jesus Christ, this is what the sinner is. And that's what we all were, sinners. David said, I was shaped in iniquity. <laughs> you know, and some people think that was, uh, that that's talking about sex. It's not talking about sex. It's talking about the sin nature that we were all born with. And if you think about it, those of us who are parents, think about when your children came in the world, we, call, we thought they were adorable. Of course, they were beautiful. We loved them. They looked so, just so pretty, so angelic. But did you have to teach them to do wrong? No. <laughs> they know from the time they're able to walk and talk, they know how to tell a lie. <laughs> they know how to be selfish because that's how we are born. That is our natural sinful nature. But God, hallelujah, Elder, I'm ready for the next scene. God seeing our state, and because of his love, he sent Jesus Christ. That was the, he is the only answer to bring us back to God. And when Jesus was announcing himself, I'm gonna, he quoted Isaiah chapter 1, verse 3, and he was letting the Jews know that I'm the Messiah that you have been waiting for through generations that had been prophesied my coming. He said, the, he read, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me 
to bind up the brokenhearted. There's the heart again. One of his purposes in coming was to bind up our broken hearts, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the open, opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that, that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Hallelujah. Jesus was saying, this is who I am. This is why I'm here. But I, I drew out that scripture, I uh, pulled that scripture into the lesson to show that although we, Adam disobeyed God and it caused us to have a sin nature. God sent Jesus Christ to redeem us back to him. And one of the things that Jesus said he would do is bind up the brokenhearted. I'd like to move on to the next one. So because Jesus came, we still had a choice. We had a choice to receive him or not receive him. And last week when Elder was talking about the tilling of the soil and the cultivating of the soil, again, the soil is the heart of, of man. And he was saying how we know that tilling is the breaking up of the ground so that the ground can be prepared to see, receive the word of God. In Psalms 95, 7, it says, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if we hear his voice, harden not your heart, as in the provocation, provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Harden not your heart. Again, there's, there's the part, there's the tilling of the soil. The heart has to be ready, pliable, ready to receive the word of God. But because we have a choice, we can choose not to. We can let that soil be hard. We can let that seed fall by the wayside and the fowls of the air devour it. Thank you, Lord. But those of us who accepted him, we did not harden our hearts. And we did just what Romans 9, said, 10 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Again, believe in thine heart. Heart is used over and over and over again in scripture, representing our hearts that receive the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm going on just to show the progression from the time of being in sin to Jesus' coming to our receiving him. And once we've received him, then we walk with him. We live in his presence if we do what he's called us to do. And that is to be saved by grace through faith, faith, to be justified by faith and sanctified through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we can only do that in his word. So starting in Proverbs 3, verse 7, 5 through 7, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
You see, saints, the word of God is line upon line and precept upon precept. Scripture was written over hundreds of years by many different writers, but the spirit of the Lord was the inspiration for it all. So when we study his word, we can see who he is and what he's doing, what he requires of us. And that's hopefully what you're seeing this morning, that there's a pattern, there's a process, there's a plan. In Matthew 22, 37, 38, it says, Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. The disciples had asked Jesus, what was the greatest commandment? And he gave two answers. He said to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. But he also said to love thy brother as thyself. So you see again what he's telling us again about our hearts. Our hearts need to be committed to him, loving him, listening to him. In Proverbs 4.23, it says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. This is showing us what these passages, and there are many others, showing us what we need to do to keep our hearts pure toward him, to keep our hearts being diligent. So I'm going on to give examples of instructions he's given us on how to reach our goal, which is heaven. He's told us how to walk through this life with him, but our ultimate goal is to see him and hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. In Proverbs 24, verses three through four, it says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hearts, clean hands, I'm rushing to, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. We only get that by walking with him day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour. As we walk out the words, his words, the word of God his instruction of what it is to live holy, what it is to know him. And I chose this scripture out of Ephesians 5, 15 through 20, because to me, it just kind of draws out the points of what is necessary, line by line and precept by precept, as I said, starting at verse 15, it says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. That's on us, saints. We've got the tools that we need. We've got God's word. We've got his spirit. Jesus said he was going away, but he was sent another comforter who will lead us and guide us into all truth. He empowers us to walk circumspectly. That is without reproach. Walking upright before him, not as fools, because a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's foolishness, but a wise man, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, knowing that God created us, knowing that he has a purpose and plan for our lives, 
knowing that he has given us everything that is needed for life and godliness, which enables us to walk circumspectly and not as fools. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. I'm pretty sure we can all recognize that the days are evil. I'm sure they didn't start being evil just in our lifetimes because we know in looking at that first scripture that I had on Genesis, he talked about how evil men's hearts were even then. But when we look around at what's going on now, God, uh, Jesus told us to watch. And we need to be aware that time is winding up. Even if when he comes back for everybody, that's one end of time. But he's going to come back individually if we don't go in the rapture for each and every one of us. So we are to redeem the time, knowing that our time is short, knowing that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives, and that we have no time to waste. Our time is to be used for his glory and for his purpose. It says in verse 17, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. We can't know his will without knowing his word. We can't know his will without not only knowing his word, being a hearer of the word, but being a doer of the word. But again, as I said before, he has given us everything we need. We've got, we're blessed in America. We've got physical Bibles. We've got internet we've got every kind of mechanism to hear and to learn of god's word and to live according to his word it says be not drunk with wine where is it where is in where in is excess but be filled with the spirit be not drunk with wine where is excess but be filled with the spirit when someone is under the influence of alcohol, drugs, that's what they are. They're under the influence. And it doesn't just have to be wine. We can be under the influence of a lot of things if we're choosing to walk outside of God's will. But what he's telling us here is don't be under any other influence except my spirit. Be filled with the spirit of the Lord that influences every aspect of your life. You understand what he's saying here when you compare it to someone being under the influence of some substance that has them under control versus being under the influence of the Holy Spirit who leads us and guides us, to, who directs our paths, who only speaks what the Father gives him. So when he speaks to us, he is speaking what the will of the Father is. And the 19th verse it says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. There's that word heart again. We are able to speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and have melody in our hearts because of our relationship with the Holy Ghost and with Jesus Christ, our salvation through Jesus Christ, our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I am so grateful for being able to walk in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit because there is so much going on all around us in our personal lives, in our world, 
so much that could cause us not to have the joy of the Lord, to not be circumspect in our walk, to not redeem the time. But when we have the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, when we've studied God's word, we've received his spirit, then we are able to have songs in our hearts. We are able to make melody in our hearts because of the presence of the Lord. And the final verse says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are always to give him thanks. Because as I walk through these scriptures this morning, the purpose was to demonstrate who we were before our relationship with Jesus, the state of our hearts at that time, and how the Lord drew us by his spirit. Jesus said, nobody can come to me. No one can come to me except the Father draws him. Him meaning all mankind. But because the Spirit of the Lord drew us, and we didn't harden our hearts, but we heard his voice, we received salvation through his Son. And we have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we're able to live lives that are pleasing to him because of the Holy Spirit that lives in us, the word of God that lives in us, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, the presence of God that we are all able to have if we want it, if we are willing to surrender our lives to him. Again, we always have choice. But I say like it's, <laughs> the scripture says, I said, God said, I set before you life and death, Blessings and cursing. Choose life. That's our choice today. We started out like we were in Genesis, but God has given us a way of escape through his son. He's given us a life through his son where we can have melody in our hearts because of his presence and because of his love for us and the sacrifice that he made. God bless you, saints. I hope that you received something from the word of God this morning. Just know who we are in Jesus Christ, what he has done for us, and what he wants to do in us and through us. Because he didn't save us just to rest on the Lord. Well, I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm justified. I'm on my way to heaven. Praise God for that. But we are here for more than just our own purpose and our own pleasures, or, or not for our pleasures at all. We're here for his pleasure, his glory. But just to, to try to occupy space until Jesus takes us home. We have a purpose. God wants us to be the light in the earth. He wants us to draw, to be the examples, the ambassadors, that people will look upon us, see our good works, and glorify the Father. As I've said before, people are watching. They are looking for what is genuine. Jesus Christ is perfect in all of his ways. So as his people, as his body, we are to represent him. And they will see our good works and come to know who he is, have the opportunity to know who he is. That's what it's all about. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the message. God is good. And I've asked Elder this morning, I just felt led that we should uh, repeat the NAFCOG Creed this morning.
I think sometimes we we let things slip and it's important. So if you all will, who will lead us? Uh, Elder, if you would lead us in the reading of the NAFCA Creed. We are the nation of NAFCA, established, established by, God by God to walk in righteousness and true holiness. We are committed to seeking God's perfect will for the direction of our lives, fasting and praying with all supplications for the restitution of life issues, studying the word of God to be biblically sound and equipped to witness. Leading the lost and unsaved Christ and living a sanctified life that fully demonstrates the love of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, saints. So with that, I'm going to close our service. Quoting from Jude chapter 1, verses 24 through 25. It says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen, amen, amen. Bless you, saints. Have a wonderful week. All right, Amen. Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple and Cog. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, and Anchor Podcasts.